Welcome, everyone, to episode 12 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell, and we're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Weekly on the podcast, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore. On a regular basis, we'll interview special guests, occasionally even have a guest host. I want to encourage you to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Just hit that subscriber button, and if you want to get notifications, hit that notification bell as well, so you'll be notified when we have uh, one go live or be posted there for you to watch. If you miss it live, you can always go back and catch it later. Uh, we have them archived there on YouTube and also on other podcast platforms that you normally get your podcast from. My guest today is my friend, Dr. Ed Thomas. Welcome, Ed. It's great to have you here. It is great to be here. I'm so excited about this. Well, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. I'd love to let everyone get to know you a little bit better. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, uh, where you grew up, went to school, those kinds of things. Well, I grew up a preacher's kid. Oh, um, boy, another PK. <laughs> we got a bunch of those around here. My yeah. dad is my dad's 81 years old, and he still preaches every Sunday. Um, I've got uh, five brothers and sisters grew up in the uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. Uh, it's kind of funny. Amy Sher and I, we had parallel paths. Her her grandfather and my grandfather were best friends, Wow! Um, but we did not know each other. We went to the same college four years apart and finally met here at Lakeshore. Um, so grew up in Pitts, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. Uh, all my family's still up there. Uh, and, and here we are in Nashville. Yeah. What church is your dad with now preaching? Uh, he actually started a church um, in Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. It's called Community Christian Church. He started it Oh, probably about 10 years ago. He was he was 70 years old uh, when he started wow. his church. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Staying active and uh, letting God use them. Uh, that's great. Yes. I love hearing about that. Well, um, I know you guys have been at Lakeshore a long time. It's been a joy for us to get to know you and Amy and your kids. Tell us more about your family, uh, how you ended up in Nashville, and how long you've been at Lakeshore. All right. So, um I went. I did my undergraduate studies at uh, Milligan, what was Milligan College, just now Milligan University. I was a pre-med major. That's where I met Amy. <clears throat> we got married right after college uh, yeah. and then moved to Atlanta uh, to do my chiropractic studies. We were there for five years. Uh, and then uh, Nashville just seemed like a good fit for us. The um, The job that Amy held in, in uh, Atlanta uh, transferred right up to their office here uh, in Nashville. Right. Uh, and so it was a good fit there. Uh, I found an office from a, a doctor that was retiring uh, from chiropractic and uh, purchased his uh, his office and equipment, yeah. um, and so it was a good move. We uh, we moved here in April of '98, um, two okay. days two days after the tornado, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, uh, and uh, we visited uh, Lakeshore one or two times, and then we went to uh, was it First Christian that was on Franklin Road? It was. Yeah. Uh, we went there once. Really realized very quickly that was not a good fit for us, and uh, came back to to Lakeshore and, and have been here ever since. Yeah, that's been great to have you guys here watching Jake and Josiah grow up here and uh, having fun times with the family. Uh, you guys have been really active and involved in serving here. It's been a real blessing to the church. Thank you. It's been, it's been a, it's a great family. We love Lakeshore. Great. Well, I wanted us to talk more uh, and get some medical perspective. I'm doing a series right now called Stressed Out. <laughs> we all have stress in our lives. You can't avoid it. Uh, and we've been examining in this series what God's Word has to say about uh, surveys show four main areas of stress that people keep answering on surveys. These are stressful things for them in their lives. Uh, time stress, relationship stress, financial stress we talked about last Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to be talking about work or career-related stress, and uh, it's certainly something we all deal with. But I know from a medical perspective, there are a lot of different uh, ways that stress 
affects our bodies. All kinds of stress have an effect on us. I wanted to share just real quick again as a reminder to people a couple of passages that are theme passages for this series. One is in Luke 21 and verse 34. Uh, in that passage, Jesus is talking about end times, and he says, Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, the anxieties of life. That's a big category there. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. He's talking about how stress builds up all the different things in life, everything you're doing, everything you're involved in. It all contributes to that accumulation of stress, the buildup of stress and the effect that it has on us. Job knew a lot about that in his life. He had so many stressful things happening to him. Uh, you can go back and read more of that in the book of Job. It's recorded there. But in Job 9 and verse 25, Job makes this remark. My days are swifter than a runner. They fly away without a glimpse of joy. You see, that's what stress can do to us. It can rob us of being able to have the joy, the enjoyment of life that God wants us to have. And I knew Dr. Ed could bring us a perspective more from the medical standpoint of the accumulation of stress, the effects of stress on, on our bodies. So, Ed, I want to give you some time here. Tell us a little bit more about the connection of stress and the effects that it has. Okay, thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. So for those of you that don't know, um, chiropractors, our focus uh, is, the, is the nervous system of the patient. Just a little basic anatomy review for you. Your nervous system is your brain, the spinal cord that comes off the brain, and then all of the nerves that come off the spinal cord and head out to all the different body parts uh, in your body, whether it be your pinky toe or your liver uh, or your earlobe. Those are all different body parts, and your nerves connect uh, the brain to those body parts. I never think I called it the pinky toe before. I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's right there. It's the pinky I know. toe. All right. Uh, matter of fact, Amy has a black and blue one right now because yeah. she stubbed it the other oh, day. Oh, no. <laughs> stress. Stress. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so stress, uh, in my office, we, we look at stress as far as three different categories. The categories Randy's talking about here uh, are fit into what's called emotional stress, which is what most people think of when I say the word stress is they think emotional stress. But there is also chemical stress that affects your body and physical stress that are affects our body and so in the care of my patients uh, I mean even on day one I begin speaking with them about looking at these different categories as far as uh, how those stresses are affecting them uh, so I thought I would kind of define what those different uh, categories what they mean uh, yeah. in other words so uh, let's let's talk physical stress first physical stress is basically what happens to your body on a daily basis physically or what has happened to it in the past uh, because stress does accumulate uh, as we go through uh, through our lives. Right. Uh, and so um, we can talk uh, injuries in, in, in youth sports, uh, car accidents that you've been in. Um, <laughs> I've had rodeo riders as patients, guys that have gotten on the back of bulls. And oh, ride, yeah. you talk about some physical stress right there. Uh, and those are all major things that we can kind of see how they would affect our bodies. But one thing that I've noticed uh, just over the, the period of the pandemic, particularly right at the very beginning of it, when everybody was sent to work from home, mm. uh, they were sent to work from home with a laptop. And so they're sitting on their coffee table all hunched over like this. Right. I don't I can't tell you how many patients I had come in. Just they were so knotted up in their neck and shoulder area because of the physical stress of being in just in that position. Yeah. And the repetitive motion in that position. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, uh, probably over the last five years or so, um, we have actually been given new uh, diagnosis codes. There are new diagnosable conditions due to the tech uh, and the position that it puts us in. Um, one is called forward head posture. Right. Uh, and forward head posture, if your head is in, a, in that forward head position, 
it actually reduces your lung capacity by up to 30%. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a huge difference. So that there's a physical stress that is affecting your overall health. You kind of need your lungs to be breathing oxygen for you. Right. <laughs> and if they're reduced by 30%, then throw in, the, 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 let's say that you do get a cold and you're home, uh, home from work because you got the cold, right? Right. What are you going to be doing? You're going to be looking at your tablet, reading whatever. You, <laughs> your head's going to be in that forward head position already. So yeah. you can't breathe because you're sick, and now you're reducing lung capacity by 30%. So the, the physical stress that our bodies can be under really can affect uh, our health. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, chemical stress. Um, what I kind of joke with my patients is that's basically what you stick in your mouth. Um, that can be the, the, the food that we eat. Uh, of course, chemicals such as uh, medications, uh, smoking obviously is chemical uh, yeah. as well. Um, and so we need to watch those kind of things. And when I begin to talk about nutrition, um, I can almost with my patients, I, I almost see a little bit of a deer in the headlights kind of look. Because nutrition is complicated, right? Or at least if you get on the internet and start <laughs> start doing your search, and it's you, I mean, your head would explode with the the volume of information that's in there. Yeah. So I really try to boil it down to uh, three basic questions that I encourage my patients to ask themselves when they're thinking about what they're going to stick in their mouth. Um, now I do encourage them to study some nutrition and learn what's going to work for them best. You know, some sure. people. A vegetarian diet may work with them, uh, intermittent fasting. There's lots of different options out there and do encourage the study, but you got to have a starting point. And so this, this is the starting point that I encourage for folks. And again, it's three basic questions. The first question, when you're looking in your pantry, in your refrigerator, whatever it is, the first question that you want to ask you or ask yourself about the food is, did God make it or did man make it? Yeah, I love that. We want to eat more God-made food. It's pretty. That's a pretty simple thing to remember. Yeah. Most of my patients kind of come in in this ratio, man-made, God-made. If we could just get it to flip just a little bit, then yeah. they're going to be doing better. That's going to reduce some of the chemical stress that they're in. Right. But from that point, you can't ignore your, your three macronutrients of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. And follow me for just one second because it really is simple. Um, the second question uh, actually stems out of the first question. If you're eating something that God made, that implies at some point it was alive. Right. Okay. Like a, a piece of broccoli was alive at some point, right? Uh, a Dorito, that was not ever alive. <laughs> <laughs> and so the second question is, when this food was alive, did it have a mother? Okay. If it had a mother, then it's a protein. Mm -hmm. If it didn't have a mother, it's a carbohydrate. Yeah, that's pretty simple. That's yeah. a pretty simple little distinction. Yeah. Uh, and again, I might get some argument from some vegetarians here, <laughs> but on the protein side, I think you can eat as much protein as you want. Okay. Most people, I know I'm this way, we get to the point where we're eating, uh, let's say a steak, you go, man, I can't eat another bite of steak. You get full, right? right. Uh, but on the carbohydrates, we just continue to shovel those in the mouth. Right. Um, so the carbohydrate, and this is your third question here. So remember, God made, man made. If it's God made, did it have a mom? If it had a mom, it's a protein. If it didn't have a mom, it's carbohydrate. This is your last question. Is this carbohydrate colorful and crunchy or is it white and mushy? Okay. We want to eat the colorful and crunchy ones. So what is yeah. that? That's your fruits and vegetables. Yes. Your white and mushy ones, that's your breads, your pastas, potatoes, rice. Yeah. Um, those kinds of things. Now, if you're catching on to this, you may already have caught, well, wait a minute. Potatoes and rice, those are God made. Yes. So what do we do with those then? With our white, mushy carbohydrates, and again, breads, potatoes, pastas, rice, we do get a lot of energy from those. Right. And, and we need that energy when we're awake. <laughs> we, we don't need that energy when we're asleep. So therefore, your white, mushy carbs, if you're going to eat them, they should be consumed earlier in the day. 
That makes sense. You yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't. Because you're burning the energy during the day when you. That's you're, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. On average, there everybody's a little bit different, but I tell my patients to kind of look. I call it the seven-hour rule. Yeah. Come back whatever your normal bedtime is. Come back seven hours and don't eat white mushy carbs after that point. Okay. So yeah. if you're gonna have pizza, eat it for lunch. Yeah. Right. Don't don't have it for dinner. Okay. And again, nobody's perfect, so I don't ex- I don't expect my pa- I don't do it right. I hit French fries for dinner last <laughs> night because I was at the Wilson County Fair. <laughs> You're not going to find anything really healthy at the Wilson County Fair, I don't think. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so that that's the that's the encouragement with with nutrition and your chemical stress is God made man made. We want to eat more God made foods. Yeah. Um, did it have a mom? If it did, it's a protein. Uh, if it didn't have mom, then it is a carbohydrate. And we want to eat the colorful crunchy carbohydrates. So. Uh, that's what I try to encourage my patients to think about yeah. on the chemical stress side as well. Yeah, that makes sense because all of that you're taking into your body. The body has to react and respond and, and process whatever you're putting in there. Right. And it can add more stress or it can help relieve stress based on how good it is for your body and when you're doing it, all of those factors you talked about. Well, well you mentioned the when you do it is kind of a, kind of a cool thing too. If we look in the Bible, uh, when the only time that God directly provided for his people as far as food is concerned is, of course, the children of Israel when they're yeah. wandering through the wilderness. He's giving them manna in the morning, which is described as a bread-like substance. Right. right? So there's, there's a simple carbohydrate in the morning. And then he gave them quail in the evening, which is a protein. Right. <laughs> and so that's kind of the, the breakdown of what I tell people to eat as far eat your carbs, your particularly your simple carbs, more in the morning and have a good uh, protein uh, source. And, and the, your colorful, crunchy carbohydrates are your complex carbohydrates. So I have a good uh, protein source and complex carbohydrate source for dinner. Uh, yeah. That's the way God was, when he was providing for them, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Great general guidelines to follow there for sure. And that's not hard to remember. And, and it's not, so restrictive either sometimes people won't stick with a lot of programs because it's so restrictive and so time consuming to keep up with everything but if you could keep it simple like that it's an easier approach i think for a lot of people right yeah Uh, the other thing with with uh, because portion size can be kind of a big deal particularly here in america (laughs) right (laughs) we keep growing the portion sizes don't we yeah and so i tell people if you if you hold up a fist that's about the size because we're all going to have different size fists right um, if you hold up a fist, that's going to be about the size of, your, of a portion for your carbohydrates. And if you hold up a palm, that's about a portion size for your protein. All right. Um, so if you do that, if you look at yours, there, there you go right there. I encourage people to try to keep that on a one-to-one ratio. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't care if it's five-to-five. Five, that's still a one-to-one ratio. Right. right. Um, that way you're, you're getting it balanced. You don't spike your blood sugar. Uh, you don't worry about insulin issues and that kind of stuff uh, if, you, if you can yeah. kind of keep that one-to-one ratio. Okay. Uh, the other big uh, chemical stress that I see in, in our society uh, is, is hydration. Um, people are yeah. dehydrated. Yeah. And so uh, the recommendation with water uh, on how much you're supposed to drink, again, you know, we all have different size hands. We're different size bodies. Um, take your body weight, how much you weigh, mm-hmm. divide that number in half. That's the number of ounces that you would need on a daily basis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like myself, I'm 200 pounds, mm-hmm. and therefore I need 100 ounces a day. Uh, and, of course, that's spread out. Uh-huh. You know, throughout the day, you don't drink it all at once because then you uh, just go to the bathroom. That's right. Yeah, I, hope, uh, I would not get anything done for a while. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, that makes sense too. That's not a hard formula for people to figure out. And uh, and and like you say, you I tend to keep uh, a container all day long with water in it, and I'm drinking water all day long. Mm-hmm. And when you are hydrated, uh, you can feel a difference. But sometimes, as you're getting dehydrated, you don't notice that right away. But it has that effect later on when you haven't had the liquids that you, that you need to have. The top two symptoms of dehydration uh, are headaches yeah. and hunger pains. 
Yeah. How much do in America do we spend? How much money do we spend on analgesics for headaches? Yeah. And how much of a of a health problem is obesity? Right. Those two things could be solved by just drinking more water. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. You're going to feel more full if you're drinking the water you need to drink. Yeah. That that number that I talk about, half your body weight in ounces, it can be non-caffeinated, non-alcoholic beverages. Right. So things like orange juice or Gatorades. Of course, you need to watch your sugar levels in those kind of drinks. That's why water yeah. is best. Because yeah. if also, if you think about it, back to our three questions, uh, water answers the question, God made man-made. It, it's made by God. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So you talked about the chemical stress, and uh, we, we talked a little bit about some of the other stresses. You talked about like accidents, uh, injuries, things like that. I know... Uh, those accumulate over time as well. Yes. And uh, the, the trauma to the body, the, the impact to the body can have that, that effect of stressing the body. Uh, tell us a little bit about how relieving some of that. What are some things you can do to maybe help? You, you can't undo what's already been done, but what are some things they could do to help with that physical side of the, of the stress from uh, like injuries and accidents and things like that? Right. Yeah. Great, great question, by the way. Yeah. Um, First of all, uh, if it's a physical stress, then then movement is going to be one of the best things that you can do. Right. Um, movement can include uh, something guided like like a physical therapy pro- rehab program uh, if it's a, a, an acute injury right. um, to uh, just a good basic uh, exercise program. Uh, chiropractic adjustments are yeah. their movement. Uh, they, they provide movement into the body, uh, so they, they help with reducing the physical stress as well. Yeah, increasing blood flow and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. On, on um, tying uh, physical stress or the relief of physical stress into emotional stress as well, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you're aware of this, the number one um, uh, antidepressant out there is exercise. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so by helping to relieve some of your physical stresses by moving, uh, you're also going to help relieve some of the emotional stresses that are going on. Absolutely. Uh, I know when I'm physically active, it, it helps the stress level in my life. It always has. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the hard thing, I think, Dr. Ed, you see this a lot, I'm sure, is when you're feeling stressed out and worried, those are the hardest times to get up and go and do things. Yes. Right? You tend to shut down mm-hmm. more. And so that, that reminder that... that uh, some kind of motivation if there's a, a routine you can get into, I think that helps you know, where you've scheduled some activity in your life instead of just waiting till you feel like getting up and doing it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, let, let me just let me give you an example with mine uh, uh-huh. uh, because you're right. I mean, schedules get interrupted. You, you can't get to the gym on a certain day or, right. you know, whatever your workout routine is. But my, my, my morning routine every single day, it goes like this. Uh, wake up, uh, take my dog to the back door and hook her up to the, to the lead to put her outside. I walk back into my living room, and I write, I'm still wiping my eyes, trying to get the sleep out of my eyes, yeah. and I drop down to the floor, and I do 20 push-ups. Right. Sit down in my chair, wait for my dog to uh, to come back in. Um, when she comes back in, I feed her, grab my cup of coffee, set the coffee down by my, by my Bible, uh, drop down to the floor, another set of 20 push-ups. Wow, yeah. Grab my Bible, do my devotion. Before I then head into the shower, third set of 20 push-ups. So even before I get in the shower, I, I know at least that day I've got 60 push-ups in. Right. Um, and it's built into your schedule, the routine. Every, every yeah. single day. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. Uh, I've got a little routine like that as well. And uh, and I think combining it with, like, you take time for your devotion, reading the Bible. It's the mental and the physical. It's the combination of all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. I just read a study uh, right before you came in where they did another study showing the benefits of having spiritual activity in your life. And one of those benefits is the... Um, 
uh, it reduces stress in people's lives when you are spiritually active as well as physically active. So uh, there is a connection. God created all of that. He created us as physical beings uh, who have a spirit living within that physical body. Uh, so we don't need to neglect either side of that right. for mm-hmm. good overall health. Yes, exactly. Great. Well, I appreciate the, the insight you brought to us. Uh, tell me if, if people wanted to, to contact you or get uh, more information from you, uh, maybe check out your business as well. What are, What is the contact information for them? For okay, that? yeah, so yeah. I'm on, on Facebook. Of course, everybody is. Well, <laughs> if, if you're over 30, you're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but my business is Total Body Healthcare. Uh, and so, therefore, you can find it on Facebook, Total Body Healthcare, Dr. Ed Thomas. Okay. Uh, website is TotalBodyHealthcare.com. Uh, I am in the Hermitage, so up there, if you're familiar with where Summit Hospital is, I'm just right right down the street from Summit Hospital, so very yeah. easy to get to right off of Interstate 40. Um, phone number is 615-678-8745. Um, happy to help you. Happy to answer any questions. Um, did I say my email? Email is Dr. Ed Thomas, uh, Dr. It looks like dread. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It does. D-R-E-D-T-H-O-M-A-S at TotalBodyHealthCare.com. That's great. Well, Ed, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you for your insight. We'll try to have you back sometime and maybe get some updates on right. uh, how you're learning to help people manage that stress in their lives. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We wanted to take a few minutes before we go today to remind you of some upcoming events and activities here at Lakeshore. We are currently collecting canned goods, packaged foods for those experiencing homelessness. We have uh, some members here that do an outreach that you can help with by bringing those donations to either campus, uh, to the lobby at either campus uh, during the week if the office is open, but also on Sunday you could bring those. We have a life group leader training coming up this Sunday uh, and Wednesday. Uh, this Sunday, it'll be here at the Antioch campus at the 11 o'clock hour. So we would encourage you, if you want to do that, come to that 9 o'clock service, hang around, and then go to that training at 11 o'clock. We're always looking for new life group leaders. We're trying to start new groups regularly. And if you're interested in that, you don't have to commit to doing it yet. But if you just want to get more information, you could come for that. And then the next one is Wednesday, next Wednesday at 630 down at the Smyrna campus. So it doesn't matter which one you go to. They're the same training, and you'll get that information, ask questions that you might have and see if that's something you might want to let God use you to do in the future. Leading a life group is a great way to impact others for the cause of the kingdom, and we'd love to talk to you about it if you have an interest in that. And then we have at White Mills Christian Camp coming up in September, we have two retreats. The ladies' retreat is September the 16th and 17th. Then the men's retreat will be September 23rd and 24th. We're going to have groups going for both of those retreats. So if you're interested, you can register for those on our website at lakeshorechristian.com. We have a link there. Or at the kiosk at either campus on Sundays out in the lobby, you can go to those kiosks, click on those graphics, and get registered. It'll take you straight to the camp website where you register there. And then we're going to have some groups riding together. So if you're interested in riding together, just contact us here at the office. We'll be glad to help coordinate those people that want to be riding together for those. We've also set up a Red Cross blood drive for September the 20th. That'll be here at the Antioch campus. And we have a link for that for you to sign up as well. They have appointment times that you can register for and that pick the time that you want to come and donate blood. That's a great way for you to help others. Uh, blood, blood donations are always greatly in demand, and the Red Cross is always needing some help. So if you can, uh, health-wise, if you're able to give blood, this is a great way for you to to do that and uh, be connected with the church, reaching out and making a difference in the community that way. 
We have lots of other events going on regularly at Lakeshore. We encourage you, if you don't already do so, visit our website, uh, follow us on social media. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always call the office or email us here. We'll be glad to try to answer your questions. We encourage you to invite family, friends, coworkers, neighbors to join us here at Lakeshore as we continue to connect, grow, and serve. We'd love to see you at either campus this Sunday. Thanks for joining us today.